Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the channel. I am very happy to introduce my guest for today. I am back with the very lovely, with the very talented Impact Wrestling's Knockouts champion, Mickey James. What's up, Mickey? Oh, what's up? I'm so happy to see you again. I feel like we're talking all the time now. <laughs> I know. I love it. It makes me very happy, by the way. And it's funny, too, because I was just thinking about this and I was like, you know, I just talked with Mickey James. We talked uh, December of last year, which really isn't that, you know, long ago. It's really like a little bit over a month now, two months. But so much has happened with you, Mickey, where I'm just like, there is so much to catch up with you that I was just very excited when I got this interview to get to chat with you once again. Oh, ditto. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a crazy year so far. Already. I know. And that's the thing we, we were talking about this on our last interview where we we're like, yeah, like everything's been so crazy for you. And then lo and behold, you know, you're back, you know, uh, kind of in the news fold of things, you know, really causing, I'm not causing, but there's a lot of buzz. And so I'm going to go ahead and jump right into that. And that is the Royal Rumble. So you were one of the people that were announced to take part in the Rumble. And immediately you kind of broke Twitter there because everybody was like, what is the Impact Knockouts champion doing appearing in the WWE Royal Rumble? And on top of that, we kind of had your exit from the company, which we discussed in our last interview. So I think that this kind of was, a, you know, very, very unexpected. So Mickey, with all of that being said, how did this come about for uh, Impact and WWE to essentially have you come out to appear on the Royal Rumble? Um, Yeah. It's a real cool moment, right? Like, especially you think about the last time we talked and it's like, if you would have said, uh, uh, even back then or a couple months ago, hey, do you think you're ever going to go back? And I'm like, oh, probably not. Not, you know, not because of a lack of desire, but just because of everything, how it kind of unfolded. And um, they reached out to Impact. Like Johnny pretty much called Scott directly on the phone to say, is this something that, you know, would be okay would impact be okay because obviously it's a different company a corporation kind of thing um and then scott reached out to me to ask me if i would be interested in and in, you know being in the rumble and and what i'd want to do and and how i felt about it and then i was like absolutely and uh I was obviously very adamant about wanting to be Mickey James, hardcore country Mickey James and to represent impact and i am the knockouts champion and uh, you know, obviously we presented all this to him and this is kind of what I wanted. And I talked to Johnny and he spoke to Vince and it all happened. It all just, it was amazing. That is, that is really amazing. And I got to ask you because, you know, you had no idea that obviously this was going to happen. And so, you know, Impact Wrestling gets the call. They go and tell you, what's your reaction to this? Are you, did you have any sort of a moment of hesitation where you were maybe like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't do this? Or was it instantly where you're like, I want to do this? It was instantly, yes, I want to do this. I think it was a perfect way to step away from the negativity of the, you know, I just felt like um, it was unfortunate because, I did. I felt like I had a wonderful career in WWE and I got to work with some amazing women. And this one thing kind of overshadowed all of it. And it was the one thing that people wanted to talk about. And it was almost like the one thing that people remembered. And there were so many magical moments that I felt like people should have remembered over that moment. Um, and although it, it, you know, created a significant change and I'm, I'm not, I don't regret, you know, putting the picture up and talking about it and being open about it and being honest about it. However, I do think that that kind of overshadowed all this work 
that I had done and all the, and it was unfair. It was unfair to me and it was unfair to the girls that I've worked with because I loved all of those matches for so many different reasons, you know? Um, but also to be the one to be able to come back in modern wrestling and to break down, you know, that ceiling of a champion showing up on another, like the first time a championship has showed up that wasn't theirs or didn't belong to them. Like that was monumental. And to do that for women's wrestling, which is always my first love because that's what I am. Uh, it was awesome. It was so great. And it was a, it was just such a great moment. And I tried not to celebrate or get too emotional, but I was full of anxiety and emotions and excitement. And um, I just wanted to deliver and I wanted to deliver for myself and for my fans. And I wanted to go, I wanted it to go as perfectly as it could go. Um, and it did. I really believe that. And uh, I wanted to be able to represent impact and the knockouts championship and the knockouts world championship and all the champions that have held this championship prior to me and the ones that are going to hold the belt after me to know that now this could be a possibility when in the fans eyes, you know, booking dream matches and those things seemed good on paper, but knew that they would never really happen in real life. You go, actually, it could happen because it's a possibility now, you know, and that's amazing. That's amazing. It's kind of like nothing is off limits, that sort of thing. I think it gives you a little bit more hope for like, hey, you know, something that we never thought was possible is is and can be possible. So I do have to ask, what was Impact uh, Wrestling's reaction to getting the call that, hey, you know, we want to, you know, make this, you know, work out? Um, I think there was excitement about it. And there was obviously, sorry, that's my. Oh, no, you're okay. Don't worry about it. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I, was, I tried to block it out before and it keeps popping back up. I'm like, You're um, like, turn off. <laughs> you computer. Um, you know, there's obviously because in, in all things, you know, everyone I think is a little bit apprehensive of like how they're going to be represented and make sure that that um, everyone comes out looking great in the end. So obviously that, but I also think, Impact has always been open to working with other companies as well. Like they worked with WWE in the past. They obviously were very open to working with NWA and um, especially when it came to Empower as to, you know, we did weeks of buildup on Impact leading to Empower, uh, which was amazing. So I feel like they're always open and they work, worked with Ring of Honor and AEW and all those. So I think they're always open to that. They're always open to that idea. Um, I think they found it like really like wild that WWE was reaching out to them to, uh, you know, to, to make this happen because it was something that just hadn't happened in a long time. You know, and I think even the last time that WWE and, um, well, I guess WWE did reach out to them because it was for when Ric Flair went into the Hall of Fame and then Christian Cage and that, you know, that whole story and stuff happened was the last time for them. And uh, yeah, I think we all knew that if it came off according to plan, that it was going to be remarkable and it was going to be huge for everybody. Um, and not just with everybody within WWE and Impact, but across the board because now something that wasn't possible before is now possible. So uh, yeah, I think they were very excited, uh, but obviously the, the end decision was on me, whether I wanted to do it or not, you know? And um, I know a lot of people were probably been like, Oh, well you should have just told them no, but I just didn't feel 
in my heart, that wasn't the, like my gut told me immediately, yes, yes, because there's so much good to come out of it. There's more good to come out of it than me just going, oh no, I don't want to, you know, like it didn't make any sense to me because you have an opportunity to create history, to make history. And, you know, I choose that every day over not. You know, when I saw the announcement, I think like immediately I knew that there was going to be people that are like, oh, she shouldn't have done it, you know, et cetera, you know, kind of going back to the incident that you referred to and all of that. But instantly, like just from like my perspective, when I saw the news, like based on what you're saying right now, that's kind of like the uh, gut feeling that I had in terms of why you said yes to essentially, you know, coming out and appearing. Because at the end of the day, like I think it was such an exciting moment, like for the fans that, you know, we're always talking about the forbidden door. But on top of that, you mentioned like, uh, you know, you have had a great run in WWE and, you know, you've done so much there that I feel like people can't necessarily just disregard that because, you know, of one thing, et cetera. Right. But right. on top of that, you know, this was uh, the announcement was made on Friday and then that weekend you had the hard to kill pay-per-view. So I kind of feel like it added more buzz on top of that, you know, pay-per-view. So for you, how much do you think that uh, uh, this appearance helped out Impact Wrestling? helped out hard to kill and helped out your match with Deanna Perrazzo? Um, it definitely, uh, I think it helped out on all fronts. The one thing that I was a little bit apprehensive of, because it was originally, we had talked about it being a surprise at the Rumble. Uh, the only thing that I was apprehensive about with the announcement, because I felt like it was going to get, obviously there's always going to be people that kick back the other way, the negative feedback. And I do understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, I think it's just two different trains of thoughts and two different mentalities. Um, in the sense of like, it's a very, for me, I felt like it was a very childish and egoic way to look at it, to go like, no, I don't want to do this because my feelings are hurt. Whereas, okay, I could have done that. And that was an ego decision. And I would have had to live with that decision. And also I would have had to, um, take accountability of the fact that I just blew my chance to make history and be the first person to do something in a very, very long time and to open this gateway and all these possibilities. So that was the decision in front of me, you know, and I will always like my, the, my, this business is bigger than my ego and my love for this business is bigger than my ego in the sense that this is groundbreaking for everyone to follow. And I've always wanted to make a positive change in the business, no matter what. And this was an opportunity to do this. And if nothing else, this would be the last thing. If this was my last thing on WWE television, this would be the last thing they remembered, not the latter, you know? So exactly that was my reason. And if people can't understand that, then we just don't think alike and that's okay. But we probably can't be friends because we don't think in the same vein. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, however, uh, there's just been so much and, and it's, it's just, I, I, I did understand that. And I saw the same kickback and the same kind of things. And even people go like, Oh, well, you should have just told them no. And I'm like, why would, for what, why, what purpose does that serve? Like I, I prayed about having an opportunity to, um, reclaim Mickey James and, and to, put respect back on my name. And here was an opportunity. It was given to me on a silver platter, an opportunity to perhaps do that. Why would I turn that down when it was something I prayed for, you know? So I don't know. That's it's, 
Exactly. No, I completely get what you said. And I feel like it is so important to kind of mention that because, you know, you mentioned kind of like hoping for an opportunity to sort of, you know, claim things back on your own own terms. And I feel like this was very, very much on your own terms. So that was really cool. So let's talk about the actual day. You know, you're in St. Louis, Royal Rumble. Uh, You came out at number 20. You know, you come out with the championship and you make your way in there. Uh, You know, this what was the feeling like coming out? And also, what was your experience at the actual Rumble? Oh, uh, oh my God. It was so good. So good. Before I get to that, I want to touch back. So my only, cause I don't think I ever actually said my only apprehension about announcing it on the Friday was I, we already knew weeks in advance that not only that this ultimate X match was happening for the first time ever, but we also knew that Deanna and I were going to be the main event for that pay-per-view. And I was a little worried that, you know, people would, it would trump the fact that we were going to be the main event because it wasn't something that impact promoted as we're making the women, the main event, but more in the sense of it was the right thing to do because our story felt like the main event because of so much had went into it. Um, and I, I just, you know, I didn't want to take away from, cause that was a huge monumental thing. It was the first time the knockouts championship had ever been the main event at an impact pay-per-view. Um, and you know, so there was the one thing so that, that was just my only like little thing for like impact business and for the knockouts championship business. But however, uh, did you, sorry, did you know that they were going to make the announcement on Friday night? Like, did you know it was coming on that Friday? On Friday, we when I was in town, when I, I was in Dallas. I was actually looking for the guitar for the match. I was, oh, I okay. was at my second guitar center because the first one closed at seven o'clock because people don't work or it was, yeah. I was like, what? What? I literally walked in the door at like 702 and they're like, we're closed. I'm like, but there's people here. So oh, wow. I, had to drive, I was driving around town trying to find the proper guitar because my guitar that I had made, um, that was, I was going to bring from home. Uh, I didn't have a proper case for it. So I had no way to transport it to Dallas. So I'd spent, you know, I had this beautiful guitar that I was going to use. Um, so I ended up having to buy a backup guitar and I spent all night in my room decorating it and making it the hardcore country guitar that's amazing that's so awesome so awesome anyway so but to get to the day um I didn't celebrate I wasn't I couldn't in my mind and I maybe this is just crazy wrestler brain but I had too many times of of almost doing something and then it didn't happen or almost debuting and then it didn't happen or things change at the last minute so I really did not celebrate even throughout the day that people were like, Oh, well, you're super pretty, pretty, super calm. I was keeping it calm and collected. I mean, even though my anxiety was through the roof, mm-hmm. uh, considering you're about to make history, but in my mind, I go like, well, anything could happen. I could get to gorilla. They could play the wrong music. They could tell me I can't go out with the belt. I mean, anything could happen between now and, and the moment. And so it wasn't until in the moment that I think I truly let it free. Like I let it go and just was in it and just allowed myself to enjoy and relish the moment. Right. And then even after now I can celebrate because it actually happened and it went down and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, it was a lot, but I was so happy. I was emotional to be back. Cause it was something I didn't think I, w- I would be back. It was, uh, emotional to be back in the locker room and just, it, it was such a good vibe and everybody was so, I missed my girls, you know, and it was good to see their faces again and, and hug their necks again and just kind of um, be there and to do something so powerful. And it was really gratifying, you know, and uh, 
I don't think even if if I was to retire tomorrow, like that could be a button on my like that could be the button on my career, and I would totally be happy because it was so powerful and um, it's what I needed. I think I, I needed it for my um, cl- for closure for my WWE career, whatever that looked like. I think I needed it for my soul and to know that what I we all want to make be made to feel like what we did mattered, you know. And I was made to feel like I really, truly walked away going, regardless of, of whatever people's opinions are, what I did from the company standpoint and from my family there, it did matter, you know? So that's yeah. just so awesome. So like, you know, you're back there, you're in the locker room, you're getting to chat, you know, not only do you have, uh, you know, the current talent there, but you also have, you know, a lot of the, you know, the, the, the divas that, that came in, the Hall of Famers that came in, you have a mixture of all of these different people, you got the Bellas, you got Ronda Rousey, you got all these people there, right? Lita, everybody. Uh, what was that all like to kind of get to catch up with everyone? What were the interactions and feedback like from, you know, all your friends? So fun. It was so fun. And uh, I think everybody was very excited because I think everybody was kind of shocked that all this was going down. And, uh, you know, I was also shocked, you know, equally shocked that it was even still happening. I was like, you know, all leading up to it. I'm just waiting for the shoe to fall or the, or or whatever to go like, okay, something's, something's going to go awry. And, uh, it, it didn't, but at, you know, the girls, we, we love to have fun and we love our sisters. And, um, I think just everyone being back and, uh, to see that and to share those moments with each other, because, you know, we do come from all different generations, but we've crossed paths through different organizations and and along the path, all different ways. Um, I was just really proud. I was proud because I personally think that the women's rumble was the best, and I'm not. Yes, it definitely it. was. <laughs> I'm I know it. Um, my personal favorite part of the Rumble was Ivory coming back as Right to Censor Ivory because Right to Censor Ivory was my favorite version of Ivory. Period. Like it was so good in a world in a time of divas and and a time of sex cells and all the crazy things that were going on. She was so polarizing and different and just, and can I just say, seeing her backstage, I'm like, I need your life. I need that Island life. Cause I don't know what you were doing, but she looks incredible and made history by being the, and I'm sure she doesn't, she's probably like, Hey, don't say that. But as the oldest woman to ever compete in the Royal rumble, Wow. Not that she looks it. No, I didn't know. Legitimately, I did not know her age. And like, I don't want to, you know, put put it out there, but I legitimately did not know. I thought she was like, you know, just, she just looks phenomenal. Stunning. Stunning. Unbelievable. It's that stress-free island life. I'm trying to get there. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I can't blame it. It sounds like a dream. Uh, So Mickey, you know, I do have to ask you, uh, do you think that there is going to be more opportunities like this, whether it be for you, whether it be for other people at Impact with WWE? Do you like just from your perspective, what do you think? I think, yes. I don't know that it will be immediately. Um, I think that now this was an opportunity for WWE to test the water to see if it was something because until people talk and they say, Oh, this would be great. And this would get a lot of ratings or this would be a big buzz. But until it's actually in front of them, I think 
um, they can't actually see it because there's so much talent there, you know, and, and untapped talent, talent that hasn't been seen yet. Um, and obviously the priority is always to get the talent, their talent over and on time. And those make those stories matter. So this isn't a priority for them, but now that they, I feel like that they see the potential and how much the fans responded to it, the idea of it happening, um, you know, with the men or with the world championships or something like that. Now I feel like that, at least the idea of that possibility and that door is open in the sense that that could be a thought, something that they go like, this might be a WrestleMania match further down the road if we do it right. This could be a cool thing. And if you look at other um, sports and, and from the UFC and boxing and stuff like that, it happens all the time. And um, it's obviously happened in wrestling and it has been more prevalent recently to start happening, but never to this magnitude. And now uh, it becomes a reality because, you know, some people only watch the product that they watch. And so they only see it in that version of it. And so now to see it um, as a possibility in WWE, which is the market leader, which is the is the pinnacle, no matter we all try, but it, it it is. And so now to see it there, it makes it a viable option for all of us and go like, yeah, actually, this really does work. And the people who have been doing it going like, yeah, it really does work. And now it's just cool. It's cool. And it's different and it's unique. And then it doesn't hurt anybody. It only builds everybody up. So. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and Mickey, do you have time for one more question? Because I do want to touch on No Surrender before uh, we go. have to, because that's why yes. we're Yes, thank you, thank you. So let's get into this, because as we mentioned, you know, you were matching Hard to Kill. Uh, you know, you defeated Deanna Perrazzo and was, was also a history-making thing with you guys defending the Knockouts Championship in the main event. That was a big deal. But on top yeah, of that, I don't know. death match, which yes. I had to mentally and psychologically prepare for because if you've watched my body of work, you know that it's been a long time since I've had a hardcore match. It's not something that is in my forte, in my repertoire that I just, you know, go out there and do all the time. Um, I struggle with watching hardcore matches myself. I've had this conversation with Nick Foley. I really struggle to watch them because of the brutality of it. And it's so much that I'm just like, Ooh! like, I know I watch Disney. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but it was a lot to, to, to prepare for that match, just to kind of get up to it, to do that type of Texas death match. I was very excited about it because it was a challenge that I'd never, that I hadn't done in a long time, but also terrified and not looking forward to the recovery time after of course, but it's so wild because like, you know, seeing you and seeing you in that element, you kind of like, you're just like, you feel like a natural in that element. Like it was such good stuff. You guys did so much where like, I feel like you guys just really like laid it all out on the line. And that was so cool. And I did get to talk to Deanna about that match too. And, you know, one of the things that she credited you for was all of the, you know, the little storytelling aspect parts where, you know, you were like, let's do this. This is make some, let's make sure we include this in the match etc and then also kind of like the finale moment where you see all of those items stacked up on Deanna it's kind of like you you finally you know beat down you know the virtuosa her reign is done and you know you were the one to essentially end that for her so right. all of that was just like really great to see uh I it was I got chill bumps when I think about it but I will and I've said this openly and I will continue to say this openly like uh yeah, Deanna and I are very different wrestlers 
clearly, um, but we are equally passionate about the business and about our what we do out there. And she is probably one of the greatest women I've ever been in the ring with as far as like top to bottom, well-rounded all around. She's absolutely one of the best technical wrestlers out there, but just all, she's just amazing. And she, an incredible knockouts champion, just an incredible wrestler. Um, so I, story and the culmination and all the things that think I will never discredit like her reign and her run and her talent and her ability. Um, and it took a lot. And, and she, I, I feel like I even learned a lot from her because we are very different. Like I'm not a technical, I know how to wrestle and technical wrestle, but that's not where, you know, Mickey James uh, shined in her, not that I can't do it, but that just didn't fit in the element of Mickey James as much. Um, but it just are, I think just leading up to it. And it was the perfect finale to this story of, of everything that had transpired from, empower from me showing up for her to be make her a part of that with the match with Melina, which I thought was an absolutely incredible match um, to then coming back and, and beating her at bound for glory and everything that's transpired since like, it was just the perfect uh, end result. It was the perfect ending to that, to that story. Um, and I have nothing but respect for her. Um, yeah, it was, but it was a crazy match. It was, it was a crazy, crazy match and it was fun and it was challenging in a different way because I'm not, I don't do those types of matches all the time. And so to be able for us to put, you know, to put that together and build off of everything that we've done so far and then, but add to it and, and put a bookend on it the right way. Like it was cool and it was a cool moment to do it and to be in the main event as the knockouts champion and with this match as the first time ever as the main event. Um, it was, it was awesome. It was so, so awesome. And, um, I think I'll have to do more hardcore matches maybe. I mean, it does, it does say it in my tagline, hardcore country. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I steer away from all. I'll tell you it's the recovery time is why I steer away from. How are you feeling after that? Like, how are you feeling? Million dollars. Yes. No, I feel good <laughs> now, but it took, I will say that it took a minute to feel good. It took like a whole week of recovery, I think. God. Like I didn't I hurt even imagine. that much the next day. It was the day after that. And then the day after that. And then the day after that, where I was like, what is happening with my life? I just need and to take a tub. Take a tub. Yes. Yes. And you deserved it. And it was just so cool. Like everything that went into it, you guys had the hot feud, the hot story, hot match, main event, historic, all of the buzz surrounding, you know, everything that went down the days prior. I think that just everything kind of, you know, all the stars aligned, I think so that, you know, this feud, the story with you and Deanna Perrazzo really culminated in this very nice way. But also on that show, we also had another historic moment in which we had the first ever knockouts ultimate X match in which Ty Tasha Steele's won, and now you are essentially defending the Impact Knockouts Championship against Tasha Steele's at No Surrender, February yeah. 19th. Mickey, I want to get your thoughts on this match, your thoughts on uh, Tasha Steele's, et cetera. Well, I'm, I know Tasha has a lot of thoughts, and she's been very open about that, about expressing all of those thoughts as, as often as she can, so I appreciate that. Um, no, uh, we both made history that night. And I think, you know, that without that should be said is that she also made history that night and all those girls, I set that match open the show 
And it was an incredible match. I sat back and watched it in awe. And I just knew everything that it took to make that match happen in the first place. And I know that all the women were out there to steal the show, you know, that night. Like it was, it was a cool night and it was a cool night for women's wrestling. It was a cool night for wrestling, period. Um, But I think that, you know, I first... I've watched Tasha from afar and because of my love for Kiara Hogan, her former tag team partner, that's one of the reasons that's who, when I first saw Tasha. So I'd really seen her as a tag competitor up until knockouts knockdown when I was doing the uh, commentary with Veda Scott for there. And I even said, then I said, Tasha is a star. Like this girl is a star. She checks all the boxes. And I probably, I hope she doesn't hear this interview because I don't want her to hear me putting her over. However, um, she checks all the boxes. She ta- she's charismatic. She's a firecracker. She's explosive. She can talk, which the art of talking in wrestling is a lost art to, to, to do it, to do it the right way. Like she believes everything that she's saying. Um, and she's very convincing and she's sassy and she's got bags of personality and charisma. She legit, like, I think that she just checks every box and she's absolutely uh, championship material. She's proved that as being a tag champion, but I think now the impact audience is now seeing her really for the first time as a singles competitive competitor. There's the word as a singles competitor. And as someone who's a viable uh, could be a viable champion. And this is a really a great time for her, I think, to just because now she's stepping outside this box and to form her own ground as Tasha Steele's the single star. Um, it's a huge opportunity for her. Uh, and obviously for her, I'm sure in her mind, she's going like if I, I'm trying to make the name Tasha Steele's and trying to stake my claim in the women's division and the knockouts division of who I am, who better than Mickey James to beat and to make my name from but that is not going to happen and i respect her and i appreciate it and i appreciate her tenacity and her sass i love it i love a firecracker i i respect it but she's not going to make a claim to her name on on my name that's for sure so i did talk with tasha steels i probably i think it was last week and one of the things that she mentioned to me in regards to your upcoming match she said one that she wants this to be uh better than what you did with diana perrazzo she's going to bring everything that she essentially has and she's going to bring it she wants to become the first ever afro latina knockout champion and on top of this she mentioned that you're going from one jersey girl to another Jersey girl so that she's definitely bringing it on that end too. And that she kind of mentioned a little competition between her and Deanna there as well. Well, because I think that they have a very similar, they pretty much started in the same. She reminds me, they've reminded me of this, that they are sisters in arms from way back um, because they both came from the same school in the same area and kind of trained kind of coming up together. So it's cool to see how their careers have paralleled in that. Uh, I'm sure that she believes every single one of those things. And I know that she's going to bring a hundred and a thousand percent because this is an opportunity for her to really break out. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sh- that would be amazing. I'm sure that she wants all of those things. And that would be incredible. That would absolutely be incredible. But I can tell you that she is going to achieve all of those goals, but she could achieve all of those goals, but one, and that is, 
winning the knockouts championship um, because I do not intend to let go of this thing anytime soon. I want to be able to represent uh, impact wrestling. I want to represent this knockouts championship for as long as I can against whomever wants to come at me, including Tasha. And obviously that is my uh, feet in front of me right now, but uh, I want her to bring everything she has because I want the challenge and I want to continue to prove everybody why I hopefully am the greatest wrestler of all time. I love it, Mikki. <laughs> Thank you so there's much. A there's a lot of greatness. Everybody wants to be the GOAT. <laughs> yes. Mickey, you rock. Thank you so much for doing this awesome. interview with me and for staying on a couple of extra minutes. I feel like yeah. I, I can chat with you forever. Really, I can. Um, but guys, do not forget to check out No Surrender, Mickey James versus Tasha Steele's Impact Knockouts Championship on the line, February 19th. The links in the description will be in the description box below. Other than that, thank you so much, Mickey. Thank you to everybody awesome. watching. Give this video a like, subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody.